We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for the Bradfoe Show with Rob Bradford. With Rob Bradford. On WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Down to the guitar. I didn't have a say in this one this week. This wasn't the... Look at Joe's back there bobbing his head. Like he's very I'm proud of the, this. I'm liking the blues. Is this blues? This counts as blues. Not really. Right? If you remember MLB 12, the show, this was their opening. But I mean, do you... What genre does this fall into? This is like bluesy. Uh, sure. Sure. Grass? All right. Well... Joe, we're, we're in search of a Bradfoe show open. That's what we are. It's, I like this. I like this vibe. Yeah, I kind of do. I do like it's this vibe. It's got that summery yeah. baseball. Let's, let's workshop Some this. Some humidity right? as let's we're workshop down this. to the Cape. All right, well, nice speak, speaking game. of workshopping, that's exactly what we're doing right now. Heading on into 6 o'clock. A lot of, lot of baseball talk. A lot of This is the time of the entire week where you get to talk baseball. And I don't know if you know this, Coop. Baseball's around the corner because football is about to be done. Football's about to be done. <laughs> And get it, it out of here. It, I don't care. Get it out the of here. The Super Bowl tomorrow, no uh, one cares uh, about it. And you went to, you literally went to the Super Bowl. Can I tell you? People were excited to talk to Joe okay, Kelly okay, because right. no one wants to talk we're gonna, about We're going to get to that. What a wild week for Coop. What, what an existence that you live. I'm exhausted. Are you still exhausted? Yeah, red eyes suck. My arms are tired. I flew, red eyes. I flew red eyes. Back. Oh, okay. Okay, Dad. Red, so- uh, red eyes just stink. Red socks may stink, too. I don't know, but red eyes just stink. They're getting bad grades. Get it. What, red red the eyes red socks. Oh, red by who? Uh, I saw that they were projected to finish last this week by Fangraphs. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah. of course, there's four. Well, you said four, they think, there's four so better teams in front of them this week. All right. Well, there's a lot to get to. There's a lot to pick through in this next two hours, six o'clock. And if you can, you want to join us, obviously six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Um, I want to do. I do want to revisit sort of a conversation we kind of had last week, which was looking at this off season, looking at how this off season is or was, and you said like they're grading out very poorly. Although it seemed like for a while. They were trending toward this. Uh, I can see where it might work. I can see where this might work or that might work. And fine. But I, I am anxious. I got some reaction last week. We'll continue that. And a big part of that conversation, honestly, is that you know people compare what they did this year to 2013. In 2013, when they took the money and they spread it around to these guys who were sort of complimentary guys. And so there's been some comparisons, and I don't know if you know this, Coop, but it worked out pretty well in 2013. You love that. But, well, I mean, I don't 
You love that narrative. That is your no. It's that is true. Your holy Am I right wrong? wrong? No. You're looking towards well, that as the shining. No, standard. I'm not because it doesn't. It doesn't you match up. It a lot. I think our You're guy just saying they compare. Jeff in Watertown had just had, had said it as well. I mean, before I could get it even out of my mouth, Jeff in Watertown called up last week and said this. But it's a good one because I think for next year, the total for the six main guys that they got. It totals out to about seventy million in terms of what they will be paying these guys next year. So it's not like you aren't spending money toward next year. Now the only guy who's over a couple year contract, two year commitment is Yoshida. So it, it it lines up sort of with what they did in two thousand thirteen. And but I wanna I did a podcast for Baseballs and Boring earlier this week talking old friend Baron Sherrington now the Pirates GM. And I asked him about this, and I would I want to get to this maybe in the next segment, but him talking about their philosophy, and when he talks about it, he says exactly what we say, which is, yeah, sure, it, it's a similar, but there's a huge, huge difference. You have Rafael Devers sitting there, and that's the only one compared to Ortiz, Pedroia, Ellsbury, Lester, you know, na- you name it. You have the, 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 the some semblance of certainty, and right now you don't have a whole lot of certainty when it comes to this team. Anyway, we have Sherrington. So I'm going to play that Sherrington sound after the trending break. I want to do that. Also of huge importance, huge importance, is the talk about putting the lights in Fenway. Big, big news. Big importance? Big LED lights. Are we lights. Sullying, sullying the ground? Uh, no, but the Red Sox just emailed out photos and video and time-lapse and everything else. And I saw our, our friend Red Sox stats crapping all over. Yeah, he hates it. Right? And so he hates it. I feel like there's meat on that bone to have that conversation. I hate that conversation. Well. Okay, whatever. It, We're going to have conversation. that conversation. And, and, and your favorite guy, your favorite guy, the guy. The back. He is joining us at five o'clock via my podcast. Well, I taped it earlier today, but he's we're going to play that at five. And at the end of that interview, we do with him what we have done with all these relievers. And I can go down the list. Schreiber, Kelly, Blyer, and our good friend Wyatt Earp Mills all have been committed to letting us help make the Red Sox have the best walk-in music of any bullpen in the American League. And Brazier, he gave me three songs. Oh. Three songs, and he said the fans can pick them. We're going to put up a poll. Wait, so we're, re- we're redoing Ryan Brazier. He said he, he, said he, he, said he didn't have one. Is he picking for Wyatt? No, no, no. This is his. Oh, Ryan. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, so like he said he didn't really even have one. He just like they just played him. But he said his son wanted him to have one this year. So they have three, and so at some point, well, after the interview, then we'll say, okay, you know what, you guys can pick. Maybe we'll get Schreiber on the phone and have him pick. I feel like if you like if you don't pick one, it should just be silent. Like they can't fill it in with anything else. Like they just have to leave it silent as you run. I, it. I feel like see it should, how awkward that I, is. I feel like it should be silent, but then all of a sudden, when you get there, when you get on the mound, just you know, Blair blow music. blow the woofers and tweeters. Okay. Yeah. I I would like so if you're a guy like Mariano Rivera and you know that you're going to get a pop. You, you know, oh, yes. So like play no music, you just have the crowd roar the entire time you're going in. Like that's quite a move. Sure. If you're Mariano Rivera, sure. Yes. All right. Can let's go to Jeff in Watertown. Let's start the show right. Let's go to Jeff in Watertown. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, what's up, Jeff? I'm wondering you know, I'm trying to get excited now for spring training. You know, I'm trying to think about the team and 
you know, uh, you know what I'm looking for. <laughs> and I'm looking for everything. I mean, there's, no, there's nothing that I'm sure about. Like, I, I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't even know like, what to get excited about looking for. Like, uh, you know, the whole pitching rotation is what ifs and maybes, and if they can only, uh, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess Brian Bello um, is the guy that maybe is the most sure thing, at the, you know, I, I guess depending on uh, what they do with uh, Garrett, but uh, I just I don't know. I'm just I'm, a lot of maybes, a lot of uncertainty, more uncertainty than for. And Jeff, you, you can weigh in on this. You follow this team a long time. Maybe the 1981, most. 1981, Brett. This reminds me of 1981. They well, traded I, away. I barely remember. They traded away Freddie Lynn. They, they got rid of Freddie Lynn. They got rid of you know, Burles. They didn't sign Fisk. They brought in you know uh, you know this. Steve Renko and mm. Mark Clear. It's tough to see. <laughs> it was tough to you see. Know? And, and, not... and you sat there, and you, you know, and they had to, they had talent. You know, they had Bruce Hurst and Tudor and uh, Oil Can in the minor leagues, and and they were they were up and coming. Great you know, Brockton Rock, then, right there. Well, okay. You know, so let's let's let's, let's bring in a little current because I feel bad yeah. for Coop because he was <laughs> he was negative like twenty. <laughs> so uh, so in this ownership group's tenure. There hasn't yep. been this much uncertainty. I mean, that's a fact. No. Before, because you always had some quote unquote stars, always, right. always. And your star right now, your singular star, is Rafael Devers. Exactly. That's crazy. Right. And, hey, and don't I disrespect uh, Alex Verdugo like that. His brother's going to sing- come after Singular you. star is Rafael Devers. <laughs> that's right. But but yeah, I mean, I, Jeff, I don't know what to tell you. I, I think it'll be. I'm first of all, I'm super happy that Rafael uh, Rafael Sedan uh, Rafaela is not playing in the WBC for this, the yeah, sake of the excitement of spring training games. Um, yeah. But you know, it's that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this this is yeah. It's just it's I it's. Yeah, you can tie. I want, to, I want to be excited. I want to get excited. I'm trying. Be, I'm trying. Yeah. Jeff, I got to ask you: Are you more confident yeah. in the defense that's including pitching, or the offense and seeing what the bats can do this year? Like, where where do you uh, feel more sure? I, I feel like I think the bullpen could be good. I think the bullpen could be really good. Okay. Um, so uh, so I'm feeling like on that end that 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 that's hope. I um, I would say that's a hundred percent more like compared to where we were last year in the spring. Year, that, that, that was yeah, brutal to watch. That's a good point. Oh, know, they're both bad? Yeah, I mean, like that was what we've been asking for them to fix. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like I I'm pretty happy with what Heim did this offseason. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. And and by the way, when Jeff when, overdue, when, when we're talking about the whole paying for certainty thing and overpaying for certainty, like the closest they actually came this offseason to that was Kenley Jansen. Yeah, Kenley Jansen, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, and it was early, and that, that seemed to be at the time. I took it as a positive thing, like, "Oh, okay, this is what they're talking about. This is, you know, they're they're, they're making a commitment to, you know, they realize what they did wrong last time, and they're trying to, you know, address it." So, so yeah, no, I think the bullpen's going to be good. Could I want to mention one quick thing because you talked about it on the radio, I think, at the end of last year, and you asked about Red Sox fans prior to the John Henry Group. Did did we expect to get high paid free agents? And, and my answer was no, because we were told back then that we were not a, a, a big market team. You know, the, the, so we, we, you know, we grew up being told, that, you know, don't, don't think we're the Yankees, don't think you're the Dodgers, you know. You know. Um, and so what John Henry did was change that by saying we are a big market team. So, so now we, you know, now we expect to be treated like a big market team. I don't want to go back to 1981. Is that too that high of an right. expectation to have, though? No. To be that sustainable? No, but no, I think, I think this is going to be, you can have a lot of these pieces, 
but at some point you do need to certain like the if forget about but I mean like the mentality of like yeah okay the listen listen like, what's listen the you, you what you have to have is certainty and I keep coming back to it Jeff like you have to have certainty gives you a swagger too you get some swagger from that's fun I'll you know? tell you growing up with a little bit of swagger yeah. it was pretty fun oh listen are you kidding we walked around like Conor McGregor right? I I walked around like the hottest kid on the block I wasn't. But I walked around yeah. like it. Yeah. What, 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 what's Andy Hart's term? Cock of the walk, right? He's the one that's the phrase he always pulls. Yeah, that, that's what you. That's that, what you could be at 25. You grew up with <laughs> the, the best team in baseball. I know. Isn't that weird, as Jeff? Your home team. As I mean, your home team. I mean, Coop. Coop right? just don't knows nothing else. But like that's that's we, a little bit to my point. Like, and especially with Tom Brady retiring, you know, this past month, right. week, whatever it's been now. Um, like we have this mentality that like we're supposed to compete every year. And that's why I kind of ask, like, the older generation of, like, why, like, there's got to be a change to this. Like, why are we not realizing that, like, Boston's not really a giant market. It's a good market for sports, but it's not a big market like New York or Los Angeles. No, no. Well, and Jeff, you're going to want to listen to Ben Sherrington after the break talk about something that both you and I have talked about, about that, compare that 2013 team. And, 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 yeah, and why they were able to do that. And he basically says exactly what we said. Yeah, we were able to do it because dot, dot, dot. So, exactly. All right, Jeff. Hey, listen. Listen, by the time we talk to you next week, You'll be down there? I'll be down there. Oh, there you go. There's Scott. Jeff and I will be stuck Boots on the ground, Bradfoe. Yeah. Sandals on the ground. I don't expose my toes ever. No, ever. (laughs) Jeff, we'll we'll hold down the north, okay? Uh, All right. All right. Sounds good. All right, Jeff. All right. right, I'll see you. Uh, All right. We got a lot to get to, including, by the way, uh, another part. So the Brazier will be officially. You can hear him at 5 o'clock, but if you actually want to hear him again, it's going to be on the Bradford Show podcast. It's a special release. It's a special release, exactly. Yeah. It's not actually not going to even be the full one. It's like when people get the book early. Yes, yeah. exactly. Doing I well. Doing I want, well. well. That's what I want to talk about after the break, is it your experience at Radio Row. We're going to talk about that. So Coop went out to Phoenix, uh, went into the belly of the beast. Baseball isn't boring. Went into the belly of the beast, which is Radio Row. Coop went out there for literally uh, 28 hours? Probably would have been 20. I think I landed. Actually, no. I think 24 because I didn't really land until about hours. 11 o'clock. 24 hours out in Phoenix. That's what the type of power we have at this show. We send somebody out there for 24 hours. So I want to get to that. I want to get to Sherrington's comments. Uh, and also, another podcast I did today for Monday, Jake Berger, the White Sox. Oh. Very fascinating, controversial hat for spring training. The trucker hats? Yes. Is he the Ver- one that is he? Yes. He was in People yeah. Magazine. I've seen that. He was in People Magazine. A lot to get to. I forgot right. that was him. 617-779-7937. All right, man. Take it away, Joe. Let's go. The Greg Hill Show. Weekdays, 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Celtics knocked off the Hornets last night at the Garden, 127-116. Jason Tatum with a game-high 41 points, but Derek White stealing the show. He was the first player in NBA history to hit eight threes, have 10 assists, and three blocks in a single game. He matched his career high for the regular season in points with 33. Celtics will be back in action tomorrow afternoon when they host John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. Tip-off is set for 2 o'clock. Other NBA news, the Magic and Terrence Ross are negotiating a buyout. The Dallas Mavericks are reportedly considered to be the front runner, according to sources. The Bruins are back from their all-star break. They're currently hosting the Washington Capitals. It is 1-0 Capitals. Nicholas Backstrom putting in a power play goal. There's three minutes left in the first period. Super Bowl 57 between the Chiefs and the Eagles is tomorrow. Clean injury report for the Chiefs. Everyone will be active. Kickoff set for 6.30. 
We are the exclusive home for the radio call of the Super Bowl in Boston with Westwood One's Kevin Harlan and Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner on the call. Pre-game coverage starts at 2 p.m. on Super Sunday, and you can listen on your phone for free in the Boston area via the Odyssey app. Just listen to WEEI. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Toy Green. All right, welcome back to the Bradford Show. I'm Rob Bradford along with Coop, Joe, Beyond the Glass, Joe Braverman. And we have Ryan Brazier coming up at 5 o'clock. You're going to want to listen to that. What a thrill. Uh, well, <laughs> my favorite guy. I, I asked him flat out, did you think you're going to be DFA? Did it make you happy, Coop? Does that make you happy? No, it, all right. A guy does that losing, make you happy? A guy losing his job well, I don't does think not he, I make think he me would happy. Have the, that was a point. Him taking up a roster spot he would, he doesn't would, make he me would, happy. He would be not losing his job. He would hook on with someone else, obviously. Um, anyway, so Ryan Brazier at 5 o'clock. And uh, in just a couple minutes, we have Ben Sherrington, sound from Ben Sherrington on the baseball. It's a boring uh, podcast talking about the construction of that 2013 team and how it might compare to what Heim Bloom's doing right now. But first, most importantly, it's not about Jake Berger's hat. It is about Coop's Wild Week. Coop's Wild Week. So let me set the stage for you, okay? Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. All right. So as many people know, Coop is a straw that stirs a drink when it comes to both the Bradfoe Show and Baseball Isn't Boring, the National Daily Podcast, which I do uh, for Odyssey. And I Implore everybody to go to at BB isn't boring, Instagram, Twitter, uh, subscribe to the podcast, so forth and so on. Every single day, five days a week, sometimes even more. So this week. Two uh, out today, by the way. Two, oh, yeah. Two, Not just one, but two. Yeah, so big time. Well, when you have a three hour and 45 yeah, minute podcast, you kind of have to break it I up. I sat there the whole time. Yeah, so I could. I could sh- Sean Spradling is is maybe, I think I think we can classify him as the biggest expert when it comes to WBC. And we've been very fortunate to secure Cespedes him. Yes, but his barbecue is giving him credit. Well, he should. I mean, he honestly, he he's is, been doing he, an he incredible is, he is job. The be- he is the best. 
He's the best when it comes to WBC information, and we're very, very fortunate that his podcast is under the Baseballs and Boring umbrella. So if you want his podcast, go to Baseballs and Boring. And also, so he did the uh, the the roster reveal on Thursday night, and he's like, oh, well, this turned into a podcast. It was three hours and 45 minutes. Three hours, 20 minutes. It, it was, the uh, whole three, thing was three hours, 50 minutes. I yeah. chopped off did you? a half hour. And he had he had some play some players on. Yeah, he yeah. had a uh, he had two players on two minor league players. Uh, actually, one might be indie ball, but one plays for Team Israel and one plays for Team and, USA. And so uh, WBC is right hot. Maybe we could talk about that in the five o'clock hour. But most importantly, I got my WBC hat. I'm I have, jealous. I Those went, are fresh hats. I went into Liz today, and I'm you know I'm like I need a new hat because the I was wearing a hat around with this Dodgers podcast. I love the hat. But I kept doing podcasts with another podcast on my head. Yeah. And so I'm like, I need a new hat. And so I go in, I'm looking around, and I'm like, eh. And then I think, like, boom, out of nowhere, WBC gear. Holy mackerel. Is that, I mean, not to be impartial, but is that your favorite one? No. What's your favorite WBC no. hat? No. Oh, I don't, I think they're all good, honestly. That's pretty I un-American feel, I, Honestly, I feel like, I feel like I had no choice. I mean, I. I, I live... Uncle Sam I'm a citizen. got a gun to my head. I had no choice. I'm sorry. I'm a citizen, and so... Uh, I, the I have, Lids employee was worried uh, for my <laughs> life. I was just like, man. He was giving me the side eye the when I started bringing up the Puerto Rico hat yeah. off to the counter. But anyway, so I bought hats, the WW, Team USA WBC hat. Uh, that's on my Twitter, at Bradfo, if you want to take a look at it. Um, but to go back to the whole baseballs and boring. So... As many of you know, uh, we have a book coming out, A Damn Near Perfect Claim, Reclaiming is America's Pastime, right now, number one in Amazon in baseball, something or other. So uh, so Joe Kelly, we had the idea that it would be a good idea for Joe, Joe Kelly, who co-authored a book with me, to go to Radio Row at the Super Bowl. He's in Arizona, Super Bowl's in Arizona, obviously a lot of media there. And, and the day that he could go Wednesday was a perfect day because you get to the middle of the week, you know, you're talking about Joe Montana's chili or whatever it is. So it's like you're it's a gazpacho, it's not a chili. Okay. And 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 so I so Joe donning his new baseballs and boring t shirt. Thank you, Swing Juice, new red and white t shirt. They're very nice. Very nice. So everyone go to Swing Juice if you, you should want buy all of them, but I really like the red. The red is good. It's probably it better than the white. Yeah. So anyway, Joe was wiring his baseballs and boring t shirt to Radio Row, carrying around this book. And Coop, I said to Coop, Coop, I can't go. I have to educate young minds on the basketball court. Can you go out there? And you said yes. So sent you out to Phoenix. You left on Tuesday night. Uh, you get in really late. You stay at what is probably a very nice hotel that I booked for you. Oh, you should have heard what the Uber driver told me <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so so I, so I you stay overnight, and now you go up to – you meet up with Joe for his radio row, day at Radio Row. Um, so in, in a nutshell, we took baseball and we, um, we dove into – NFL's biggest day slash week slash event, which is Radio Row, which is all the outlets go to the Super Bowl and have all these football guests on. So I I will just let you set the scene. I've been to Radio Row, but I haven't been there pushing something that was another sport, which is baseball. Do tell. Uh, yeah, so first things first, me and Joe show up late. Uh, so that was... We started off. The people the in Dallas there. were very upset. But the thing is, and this like kind of sets it all up. No one cared because they were just looking for anything to talk about. 
I mean, we're talking about the biggest two weeks of the year for prof- like professional football. Like, there's there's no other like marketing tool that they love more than this week to get more people to watch football. And we just show up, and people are desperate to talk about anything. And like, we had, we went in there with what two or three things actually lined up. Uh, we had yeah, we had Dallas, da- yeah, you, we so, had DraftKings, so yeah, 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 two. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I knew that how that was going to work, especially with you know a professional athlete walking around in a, in a unique T-shirt. Oh, oh, you're not kidding. Yeah. We had people coming up like from all over the country, just being like, "Hey, does Joe want to come talk? Does Joe want is hey, what's your available?" And they like they would come up to me and they'd be like, "Hey, are you his agent?" <laughs> and I'm like. I look. Uh, if Gresh was here, he'd be making fun of you for not being able to tell that I'm like 12 years old. <laughs> but so like, and at one point, like we had like a bunch of college kids because they had a bunch of college stations. Which you want to talk about the biggest boondoggle in the world? It's getting your school to pay for you to go out to the Super Bowl. Oh for yeah, a week. of course. Those kids are geniuses. <laughs> yeah, of course. And they start like they like one gets us in, and originally he goes, "Hey, we're like a station outside Buffalo," and I was like, "Sweet." And then like we got there, and we were like, "Oh, it's St. Bonaventure bon- or whatever." <laughs> yeah. And um, so then all the other college kids like Penn State, WVU, they just started coming up, and one of them comes up to me and he goes, "Hey, um." You Joe Kelly's agent? And I, like, <laughs> I go, no, I'm his best friend. And like Joe kind of shot it up and like looked at me like, what? And then like the kid was just like, oh, sweet. And just like kept going along with it. Like it was just like, it, journalists, no offense. We're a weird bunch. It's a weird we, bunch. We? We. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Right. I, I'm in that bunch. Right. You're in that okay. bunch. Okay. A lot of other people in that bunch. And it's just a whole bunch of weird birds just walking around a convention center. Yeah. It's awesome so was it what? Watching. So we went. You went in there with Joe Kelly to yep. talk about the great game of baseball. Was it what you expected? First of all, uh, yeah, a sense. Um, I'm a big part of my take guy. So like they're they're notorious for trying to like do radio row and get in and everything. So I I kind of knew like the background of how all that worked, uh, but getting to see it up close and personal, it was it was pretty cool. And like I mean like you had a lot of. Pretty cool people just walking through there. Mike Florio, like just strolling right Wait, through. That's the one you're Tom Curran telling me to get off the camera. Um, I don't know. If you did you see that one? No, I was caught on NBC Sports Boston, just like Ooh, roaming around. Wait, in the background. Were you holding up the book in the background? The book did show. So it's I can on. I can explain this because I sent you. Joe to was Coop. the one. I, that, yeah, oh. I was back here. I was gathering sound for the usual overnight shift. I'm seeing Phil Perry. I forget who he's talking to. I see Coop walk in just like casually with the book. Then he looks around and he looks <laughs> dead into the camera, just being like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And then eventually he like sort of drifts off camera. And then you see Tommy Curran like once he gets to the middle, he kind of looks at the camera, looks at Coop. He's just like, oh, this "So guy not gonna lie, work. that point where I think I'm looking down the barrel of the camera, that's just me being oblivious at all times. Like I, I did not register there was a camera there that they had a shot going on, and like I registered in the moment, like Tommy Curran like coming up tapping me and just being like, "Hey, you're in the shot." I thought he meant they were about to record. Two days later, I found out like it was just live. Yeah. So that was awesome. I can we get the, do we have that clip? Because I want to zero in on the book. That's the most important. part I do of that show equation. the book. It's on my Twitter. Go to Coop underscore Leo. Yeah. All right, all right. So anyway, uh, so you go there and you're you're going around with. I mean, you were there all day, right? We were hustling. Yeah, you were. We hustling. were I appreciate hustling. that. I long... were barking. <laughs> Was it? I mean, was it a good time? I mean, did, yeah, no, yeah. It, it, like it legitimately was. Like it was, it was kind of cool being the bell of the ball, but also the fact that like you kind of knew that you were the one disrupting kind of like the conversation because everyone was like, like I said, everyone was pretty happy to bring on not just Joe Kelly because Joe Kelly is like 
he's his personality. He's, like yes, he's, he's gonna want to talk. Yes. He likes talking about his book, um, and he's not like some sheltered athlete. So he's just going on and he's just talking about like he's like, yeah, I used to hate Rob Manfred, but. Then we had a conversation and sat uh, down, and that, now we're best so of buds. So that was the thing. I listened to most of the interviews, and and they're all different. Like they're saying, how like the Pittsburgh guys, how Pittsburgh's the best, and Dallas guys, Corey Seager's this way. But it all came back for the Manfred, the yeah. Manfred thing. So there's a in case people don't know. There's a chapter in it where Joe Kelly sits down with Rob Manfred for like 45 minutes, and we basically transcribed it. And he's Joe was like, and you heard this multiple times. I didn't, I'm going to paraphrase it. I hated him, and then I became, I liked him. That's what it was. I don't think that's paraphrasing. I am I heard him say several times, I hate Rob Manfred on nights uh, Wednesday there. But yeah, like that was, and I think that's like a, I, that is personally, like we're, it sounds like we're just trying to push the book right now. Kind of are. But my personal favorite part of that, like whole book is like humanizing Rob Manfred. Because yeah. like there is a point where you have to understand that he's just working for the owners he might not be a great representative. He might not be a great public speaker, but he's just doing what the owners mostly want. Yeah, and one thing that, you know, we have these rule changes coming up, and this is what Joe, like, also was touching on a lot when it came to Manfred was he had the power to to enact these rules anytime he wants, which is true. Like, And he says this in this interview. He has the power to enact this anytime he wants, but he didn't because he wanted to, to get the buy-in from the players. Now, I will say this. In comparison, like a really good point to yeah. like, drive that home, it's like the Roger Goodell, like, suspending Tom Brady. Like, I can do whatever I want. I am, like, at the yeah, end right. of the day, I'm the What was it? That the, was, it was, like, the Section 16 or whatever it was. I don't know. It was... It was yeah, it was... But, yes. but there was, like, a 46 or whatever but, it was. But, like, that's Rob Manfred, like, being a great, like, good communicator with the players and, 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 and like, at, trying to bring confidence. And at the same time, and at the same time, why people might read that. Ew, why, why are we waxing about Rob Manfred, No, because it's baseball. I just uh, got caught up in it, that. No, it's baseball. And it, it's it pertinent to what we're talking about, the great game of baseball. But it just feels you, gross. You, when, you, when you talk about, when you talk about um, the rule changes... And I know that you know Joe and you and reading this, well, he they'll say, oh well, you know he had this power and he didn't do it. But at the same time, when they do the pitch clock thing back in, I think they when they announce it in in September, still the players were were upset. I mean Matt Strom is still like I read, and he speak for a lot. Of, we had Zach Kelly saying the same thing: is that the feeling of the players was that they didn't ask the players enough even though they asked the players. So I, my point is, I don't think that Rob Manfred's ever going to win this battle. No. Despite, even after February 28th, when the book comes out, even after that, I don't think he's going to win his battle. Might, might but help. Like that, that's like the thing with like any governing entity. is just like, you're not going to please everyone. But like if you, can, if you can appease the majority of people where you're cutting down the games to try and get marketers to be like, hey, we can now push a product that can compete with like basketball and hockey that wraps up within two hours... And then also saying to the players, like, hey, like, we are going to work with you on this. We do want to make sure that this is a product that, like, you grew up playing and we're able to, like, digest and be able to, like, perform now. Because eventually, like, what's going to end up happening is you're, you might see pitch clocks starting to, like, trickle into Little League. And then you start getting kids at, like, a younger age to be familiar with this, like, manner of baseball. Because that's just how the game has always evolved. Well, yeah, and there's no doubt. I, I think Joe was on with Emerson, our good friend Emerson Lazia on DraftKings, and he was talking about that and talking about how, like, in his rehab down in the minor leagues, you could see, you could see that because 
I think a lot of people immediately think the pitchers are going to be upset over this. And he's like, and Joe said this, he's like, listen, it's no fighting it. It's going to make it faster. Yeah. And, I mean, and, we've seen it in the, and, minor, and like he, the minor leagues. Are, we talked to Alex Benalek. Oh, Benalek. yeah. Yeah. I mean, how, like, how, like, what was the time he said every time? Oh, it's Two crazy. hours yeah. 15, two hours 20. And, and I thought that Joe brought up another good point, which was it's going to make people, the athleticism in the game is going to come out more. Like, with the shifts... Like, that's part of it, too. You have to be more athletic overall because of the shifts, because there's no shifts, and you're going to have to get around. But also, just the pitch clock of the pace of the game is going to lead to the athleticism. It's not going to be plodding and plodding and plodding. But I tell you what, it's going to be really, really interesting going, I'm mean, like I said, I'm heading down next uh, Friday to spring training. And when clocks these, everywhere. Clocks everywhere. I don't know if you know this. Like Clo- flavor flavor. Clocks everywhere. Clocks everywhere. Oh, the best thing that happened to the Red Sox this week, the father Kenley Jansen wasn't going to the WBC. Holy mackerel, that would have been a disaster. But I want to get Not you. Not completely out. If the Netherlands yeah, well, make yeah, it out of their Sure, pool, but correct. by then you, you've had like three weeks to work on the pitch clock thing. In case people don't know, Kenley Jansen's the slowest pitcher in baseball. He has to be. He has to. Uh, got Xander Bogarts on the team. He, you can see him there. Uh, I can't believe that. I can't believe they started him there in Japan. He got paid, he got paid and he was like, I'm going to do whatever. Well, I want. he's also in San Diego. I mean, it's a big. It's, or Arizona or whatever. Anyway, so before we jump off the, the Coop Big Day at the Radio Row, what was the highlight of your day? Ooh, you want to know the actual highlight? Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep... There's personal highlight. It's going to be personal. Oh, why? Because it was personal. It was like okay. a good time, and that's something I like. I, I got a glimpse into a ball player's Oh, you hung out at Joe Kelly's house. Yeah, What's I so got personal to, about he that? He made me Korean barbecue. I'm going to keep that personal. <laughs> right, I'm not okay. going to like... That's going to make people jealous. I'm not going to tell them All that right, go ahead. I had amazing steak with Joe <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> they don't want to hear that. I actually think we're... What do, they do want to hear I is what he said about, I think we're doing a contest having amazing steak with Joe Kelly. That's yeah. part of the book. Um, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. But he had said that this ball player is going to be loved by Boston more than Boston fans realize. Oh, who, and I want who you Joe to guess. said it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I already know. Oh, you're, I already know. See, this is what it Turner, turns into. Jason Turner. Jason Turner. I mean, Justin Turner. Jeez Jason please. Turner's brother might be, too. You know how I had the total, like, mess up last week? No, no, that, that's worse than calling him Jason Turner. Jason Turner? Justin Turner. He, Come on. And in fairness, he just played in his golf tournament like a few days before. He did. He did. But he was just saying, he was like, he's a he's a sneaky, great ball player that like he's going to fit into the whole Boston narrative of like almost like a Schwarber. So he like he he comes up, he performs, he does what he needs to do, and he's just like a good guy. So he's just going to end up becoming a fan favorite. And maybe you know what? You can't you can't do anything with F four with that. But I, that's mm. something I need to look forward we, to. Yeah. We need stuff to look well, forward we, to. We can make season. we can make up stats. I think that for the people who like Jason slash Justin Turner, or or have doubts about him, you look at his overall numbers and you look at his age and you're like, oh, this guy can't replace JD Martinez. Like this falls under the whole thing we were talking about Jeff and Watertown. You don't exactly know what you're going to get, but you can make cases for it. In Turner's case, it hit, was his second half. Like he, if you look at his second half, it was insanely good. So, and why don't you why don't you give a baseball reference another yeah, world I'm, there? I'm, it, I'm cool. firing up the machine right uh, now, right. I'm cranking but, it. But that is that is a case for Justin Turner, and I do think that the whole clubhouse thing is important. And and this is another thing. And I'm sorry that we haven't got to Sherrington. We'll get to Sherrington after the break about what he said about that 2013 team. But I do think that that part of it's important about having that dynamic in the clubhouse, having that valued in the clubhouse, um, because 
you know, I like it, one of the things you'll hear Brazier talking about. Avaldi's gone. I mean, the, you have these guys: Bogarts, Avaldi, uh, Martinez. These guys are gone, and they, in their own way, were important guys in that clubhouse. You have to replace them, and I do think that, by all accounts, I don't know Jason's hush, Justin Turner either, like personally. But but from what the people who do know him, they say yes, that is going to be an important part of the equation. What do we got? It's it's taken a while. The Wi Fi. Uh, okay, anyway, that's what we have a break for. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We'll get the aforementioned Ben Sherrington clip talking about the building of the two thousand thirteen team, how it compares to what's going on now. And a reminder: Ryan Brazier coming up. At the top of the hour, a lot going on here, Bradford Show. I'm Rob Bradford. That's Coop. That's Joe. Be back after this. All right, everybody. It's the Bradford Show. It's baseball. It's 6 o'clock. Joe, you like baseball? I am a big baseball person, yes. <laughs> well, you're, I mean, that was very formal of you. I am a big baseball person. Thank you very much. Big in stature or big in fandom? Say fandom, like I'm, I'm a big old school kind of. You're taller than me, though. Yeah, <laughs> barely. Yeah, so you're bigger in stature right, okay. as well. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> you like, like, like the dad jokes got to go. Uh, what do you mean? All right. Oh, well, what, been, so you're, you're, you saw you, when Jeff and Watertown cited the 1981 Red Sox, you were like, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't say yes. That old, I wouldn't say that old school, but just like you know. I like the old school way of you know instead of you know home runs and strikeouts, just like oh I got you. I like I like I like when teams score runs the 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 small way. What would be your way. walking music most importantly? Oh, uh, I'm big country guy. Oh, so okay. I, I have to, guessed. That. Okay, oh, so you were right. a big Ben Attendee used to have some bangers for uh, country. Yeah, I would. I would. I don't know. I got to think about that. You're one. actually gonna like okay. Ryan Brage is coming up at five o'clock and he's gonna give his uh, his three. Uh, preferred walking music, and we can vote on it. And I think one of them's country. I think one. Of, so maybe that's my vote then. Well, <laughs> I don't need to I, vote I don't anymore. Know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. All right, we were talking about the construction of the Red Sox. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it indifferent? When we went put up the poll, I think it was last week. Coop. Um, I think the vast majority thought it was a C. A C? I believe we had said C plus. Yeah, well, I don't know what you said. But I mean I, I said C I just plus. said the the people. The the people said it was a C. The people. The fifty like fifty percent said it was a C and then I think the next was D slash F. D slash F and B were sort of the same. A got like one vote. I don't know who that was. It was a standard curve. It was, yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah. Standard curve. Um did that surprise you at all? No. A C, yeah. I feel like a lot of people are like A lot kind of, of uncertainty. The, I think I think Red Sox fans are higher on how we did in the offseason than how the rest of the league is viewing us. Because if you see, like, MLB, The Athletic, uh, WEEI, they're all putting out that, like, the Red Sox, like, performed the worst in the offseason. The Orioles technically did worse. Everyone, like, if you look at the Orioles, the Orioles got, like, much worse yeah, than but they, they did, were but last year. There's a difference, Coop, in the Orioles and the Red Sox. An enormous but, like, difference. But, like, why why are the Red Sox still being rated because, as, like, because, the because, team going because, into the season? Because the Orioles, number one, were better than the Red Sox last year, and their players, their younger players, they have star young players who are ready. If you had this conversation uh, next year or maybe the year after, Maybe it's different because you have Mar- Marcelo Meyer and maybe Tristan Cassis become something. But the Orioles have legitimate four guys. Yeah, they who, didn't have to make any moves. They didn't have to make any moves. I mean, they could have. If, they, sure. if they wanted to capitalize, yeah. 
But what if for a team that doesn't spend money, it's the same thing the Rays do. They don't have to. Yeah, but you can. The Padres were always looked at as being like a team that doesn't spend money. You can just like snap into it and just be like, all right, we're going to be competitive sure, in di- this run. Yes, there is different ways to approach. So that's building why, a team. but like I, I'm more so caught on the fact that like there's like disproportionate rankings going the on. The problem is for the Red Sox, it needs that, to be a universal scale. They don't, they don't have Grayson Rodriguez. They don't have um, Adley Rushman. They don't have. Uh, Jackson Holiday. They don't have um, and I'm who, who the other shortstop there. Oh, who's the other guy? We talked. We you know, blanked. I know we blanked on him last week too. But and, but like this is why I'm saying like if these guys are still so like not irrelevant, but if they're not as big or not as highly touted no, to, but, to like, you, not to like everybody to the teams that are going to play. To you them. who can remember his name? I'm looking him up. Okay. I mean, there's okay. one guy but that I'm I saying. I'm saying the Red Sox name. aren't as down as everyone is making them out to be. We're going to find out. We don't know. That's the thing. Are you thinking of Jorge Mateo? No, but no, that's okay. It's a good good effort. Uh, Starts well, with a J. Yeah. No, no. I said that was Jackson and uh, Holiday. Who 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 else we got there? Joey Ortiz. No. I'm just <laughs> keep, I'm just looking at the infielder list right him. now. Uh, I mean, Adam Frazier, Gunnar Henderson. Gunnar Henderson. There you go. Gunnar Henderson. That's the one. I mean, basically like a number one prospect in baseball. And you had Adley Rutschman, and they have the best farm system in baseball coming up. The Red Sox don't. The Red Sox don't. So why they're trying to piece this together, crossing their fingers, hoping that their farm system is good enough to be what the Orioles are, they're they're giving these two-year contracts and hoping Masa Yoshida is something. And by – oh. Oh, please. Okay. This is another one. It just reminded me. This sounds like a gripe coming a up. A total gripe. Total gripe. What's grinding your gears? I mean, spring training is upon us, right? Oh, I, come on. Like, I, Get it out. I, I know people love the videos. I know people love spring training videos. You don't like the 500-yard stare of Chris Sale there, as he just, like, lightly warms uh, up? So... Somebody, and looks good. So it th- looks like a video, There's a video of Chris Sale running across a field. And the people on Twitter are like, way to put the work in, Chris. Like, what are we doing? And then Yoshida swinging a bat and throwing a ball. And yeah, you know get what? them eyeballs. I can, I can, I can, you know who else did that? Ruby De La Rosa. So there's plenty of other people who exercise this exact thing. Do you want to go out like every morning and I can do like uh, my like morning run or something or my morning yes. exercise uh, and you can record it from like I mean, halfway across the, the closest street? I have learned, for, first of all, there used to be a great Twitter account. I don't know if it happens anymore about like bad spring training photos. It was great. And there's also sort of... Beat writers have wised up to, for the most part, of like you just can't take... I don't want them to... Like, I, like the best part about beat reporters... They're not self-aware all the no, time. No, they are not self-aware. Like, sometimes, like, it's just like, well, let's take a step back. Like, put down the Diet Coke, look in the mirror. When I, the closest I came to taking a video like that of last year, and I've been, done this before, but I think I've wised up. You pick your spots. There's Nick Pavetta throwing a ball 500 million feet in long toss. People like that. But it's right there. It's right in back of him. And the one I got last year was I show up at 7.30 in the morning in the fog and emerging out of the fog are Garrett Whitlock and Nathan Avaldi pulling sleds. Like, that sets the scene. 
but don't give me like, oh, the ball's really coming out of his hand really well. Look at that. I will say though, there's nothing like hearing the snap of the glove and like I know. the crack. Of well, the like, the, that is the like, ultimate just give me the ASMR. The ultimate one, the ultimate one last year, and Steve Hugh and I were sitting next to it for this was the inner squad scrimmage when Marcelo Meyer hit the home run off of Valdi. Okay, ready, ready, ready. Part, partner idea here. Baseball is a boring brand. This is how we're going to make a little money. Anyone listening right now, you're uh, legally you're not able to take this idea from me because I just said so. Uh, ASMR baseball, where like we just like start like recording stuff and just putting that out, and like people that like want to fall asleep to baseball, we just mark. Oh, I like them. that. Like beat reporters. Like, okay, beat reporters. That, thank you. There we go. <laughs> That's money. Everyone listening. Why do you, you say that out loud? No, I, I legally, I legally, they can't. You I are, said you, so. You I are, stated it. You are a legal representation. I, I, I political science. I was pre-law. <laughs> I mean, again, this is argue with me. This is literally the closest that we're going to come. Baseball um, law, man. I've, I've not played the Sherrington. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to it. We were having fun. Yeah, we are having fun. I, I, I'm going to choose to push back the Sherrington sound, and instead, I'm going to take Allison in, from Cambridge. Because if anyone's going to get us excited for baseball, I, I, it's going to be Allison. I, I, to start, I think that is a great idea. About Thank baseball. you, Allison. It's one of my favorite things about late night baseball. Just putting on the radio and having my husband and I just go to sleep to it. It's you know what, Allison? Five percent share, just for you. Oh, look at you! All right, <laughs> it's out of Thank Rob's uh, half, though. Rob, I wanted to ask you, do you think that Heim really wanted to sign Xander? No. Well, why not? I mean, <laughs> it was plan A. <laughs> no, I think I, mean, I think I think it's, I mean, it's a typical listen, Allison. It's a typical thing, right? He he wanted to sign him on on a certain term. And no, this and this is this that. He already gave us a team-friendly deal. I mean, that was the other thing. Dave Dombrowski, who liked a lot of our players, as I pointed out last time when he was in Detroit, he wanted to trade for Jackie Bradley Jr. He didn't approach Xander. Xander approached him. Okay, he gave us that. Now it's time to realize when, you, when you're at the point that you're at, you need to have a team leader. You need to have someone. He plays when he's hurt, which hurts his... Ab- I, 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 Allison, I, Allison, Allison, Allison. I don't need to tell I, you, you can't, on this. No, no, I know, but we can't. I'm, you're okay, pa- I, I, you can't I just, I just you, say, everyone's saying like they're, they're, lo- they're losing years off their life, pulling at the heartstrings of the Xander Bogarts conversation. Okay, I just want to say that the way that I feel is that the Red Sox went from the, the, the edge of total victory. That was, their, that was their, their mantra. Even after the new ownership, we had to experience the heartbreak of 2003. Everything, all wrongs were righted in 2004. Um, the Red Sox, I still think that the hugest mistake they ever made was the, organiza- the new organization siding with signed to keep Larry Lucchino rather than Theo. Theo should have been made our president. We would have everything would have been different. But the fact is where we are now. The thing is that you know, Coop, when you're saying that you're like you know, you can't expect to always have this kind of success. Well, the fact is where we were before the success was we were able just to. I was all about just the joy of baseball. I loved I love Jason Baratek. I love Pedro. I love Jason I love Nomar. I mean, there are players I loved. And the fact is, you have to have one or the other. I can't go back to that. And it's not the success. <laughs> to me, it's the spirit. And the, the new ownership, and, 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 and new ownership, the ownership, John Henry, they were too quick to get rid of, of, of Dave Jabrowski. And, and, and to go to someone, it'd be one thing if, if they actually got a- Andrew Friedman. But they didn't. I mean, it's just like it's just like not getting the right Cuban, and so we just want a Cuban. We just want someone from Tampa Bay. It makes no sense. I I, I literally I have no spirit at all for 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 the Red Sox for for spring training. I have nothing. I'm, well, I have I'm, I'm here. Listen, what you should do. 
I'm bringing back two things, Allison, in the next okay. in the so next month Xander and a half. No, I'm not bringing back Xander. I'm bringing back your spirit and AM radio. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, opening day, you're going to have your spirit. If if you say you don't have spirit, that means you're not tuning in opening day. Well, I'm. Oh, I'm, I'm, there I'm, it was. No, no, there no, it was I'm the hyperbole. Hop. I understand why Joe Castig is going into semi-retirement. I get that, but the fact is that uh, not to have Joe Castig doing all the games is really upsetting. The whole thing is upsetting. I just I hate it, and it's like it's just like it's just weird. And I, I I'm, I'm going to find a positive every single week, and I'm going to give it to you, Allison, yeah, yes. because that's what you need. Uh, you need someone just uh, give Allison, you a little positive. We, we, we got to go, but I think that you summed it up in one of your previous calls. We deserve to have nice things, right? We do. Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah, well, okay. there, there is something so, nice every week, Red and Sox, I'm going to find that for you. Bumper sticker, Red Sox 2023, colon, we deserve to have nice things. Yes, the, that is so true. There you are. Allison, Bye-bye. all right, all right, see you. Great Allison in Cambridge. All I'm right. not going to do that homework. All right, well, there's a, lot, there's a lot of things. We solved a lot of problems in this first hour, didn't we? And we made a lot of money. I mean, I made a lot of money. Uh, okay. You just gave away 5%. <laughs> yes, whatever. I'm, I'm just here for the – I just want to see you succeed. Oh, That's why you. I send you on, on red-eye flights in the middle of – That's why I'm, I'm still feeling 20, it, but keeping me Red-eye flights, Tank. All right, put up the poll question. Which is worse, red-eye flights or the Red Sox, the two Reds? All right, 617-779-7937. After the break, I had a conversation with Ryan Brazier, uh, Coop's favorite guy, and he addresses – Potentially being worried about being DFA'd. Tremendous human being. There you go. So he's coming up next. This is The Bradford Show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.